Gracious Heavenly Father, you are our faithful God and good shepherd. We are so blessed to be your people, and we want to follow you closer than ever. Speak to us now so that we can hear you and walk behind you. In the most faithful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Today, we come to the final meditation on 1 Timothy, which we have been reflecting on in the past seven weeks. Let's read Paul's final words to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 20 to 21. Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to your care. Turn away from godless chatter and the opposing idea of what is falsely called knowledge, which some have professed, and in so doing, have departed from the faith. Grace be with you all. Paul's final word for Timothy in Greek text starts with the interjection, O, O Timothy, shows Paul's deep affection for his true son in faith. The other time Paul used this expression, O, to actual people was Galatians 3.1. Oh, uh, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you before your very eyes? Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. When Paul found out Galatians, the first church that he planted as a missionary, deserted his gospel for the gospel of Judaizers, Paul expressed his utter shock and holy anger. So English translation made a you Galatians, but actually in Greek text is all Galatians. Who bewitched you? In both cases, the interjection all reveals Paul's deep emotions for his loved ones. So Paul has two final words for Timothy, one positive, one negative. These, are two, these two words are interrelated and both complete apostolic faithfulness uh, in everyone's life, but especially Timothy's life. So if we want to be faithful to the gospel, we need to pay attention to these two last words of Paul to Timothy. The positive word here is a guard, and the negative word is avoid. So guard and avoid. First, guard. This, the opening command is a very simple and direct. English said, guard what has been entrusted to your care. In Greek, it's only two words. Guard the deposit. Guard deposit. Guard the deposit. Here, the deposit is a pure faith of the gospel, the essential apostolic teaching, which later became known as rule of faith or canon of the truth. This was not something Timothy was to work out for himself or was entitled to enlarge or edit, it was a divine revelation committed to his care. In the 5th century, St. Leo later uh, uh, became the Pope Leo the Great. By the way, he is the first Pope or Bishop of Rome was ever called the Great for his theological acumen and spiritual uh, reform. He gave Timothy's charge a classic expression. Listen to what Leo says. What is meant by the deposit? 
that which is committed to thee, not that which is invented by thee, that which thou hast received, not that which thou hast devised, a thing not of a wit, but of a learning, not of a private assumption, but of a public tradition, a thing brought to do, brought to, to thee, not brought forth of the thee, wherein thou must not be an author, but a keeper, not a leader, but a follower. Keep the deposit. That's the meaning of the word deposit here. And the word, uh, the verb guard means to preserve by keeping eye on. Keeping eye on. It refers to uninterrupted vigilance, which, for instance, the shepherds in Luke chapter 2 showed. Do you remember shepherd they witnessed the, the first announcement of the birth of Christ in Luke chapter 2? In the same reason, there were some shepherds staying out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. The Greek word for keeping watch over, that is a guarding. Same word for guarding. This word to guard, used for military, military guard, exercising unbroken vigilance as a military guard. In the U.S. government, you, we use a GPS system and satellite to really keep eyes on all the adversaries of our country all over the world. Actually, one of the great feuds that we have with China is China starting their own GPS system and they're trying to really uh, create an alternate uh, vigilance system against the U.S. or at least to parallel to U.S. And uh, so vigilance is a very important to security. And so this defines the essential work of the church and its leadership in every age. It is not responsible, church leaders are not responsible to do new theology, but to guard and, ex guard and exposit or explain the apostolic deposit. C.S. Lewis recommended in this way, it is a good rule after reading a new book, never allow yourself to read another new book until you read an old book. That old book, by that he means early church father's writing. Actually, this quote came from uh, C.S. Lewis' preface to uh, the uh, English translation of uh, Athanasius' great work, Incarnation. What is the one thing, now, let me ask you, what is the one thing that you command your children, your family, and your church to guard more than anything? What will be the one thing that I would bequest to my family and for us? Anyone can guess? It is a cornerstone Bible study. Yes. It is my pastoral conviction that everyone who comes to Forest Community Church learns cornerstone Bible study not once, but until they thoroughly understand enough to teach, they can teach to others. That's my pastoral goal. So I know many of you here already taken cornerstone Bible study, but can you teach to others? That's a different story. If you cannot teach cornerstone to others, that means you need to learn again. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, Paul said to Timothy later this, 
the things you have heard me say in presence of many witnesses. That means things that you learn many times. Entrust to reliable people who will also qualify to teach others. So Paul later called Timothy, that Timothy, what you learn from me, you also teach with those who can teach others. This is our gospel kept alive and then came to every one of us. My life goal is to disciple others with a cornerstone, living stone, John disciples you want and two, so that they can disciple and shepherd others in turn. That's how, our, that's how apostolic faithfulness will be executed and continued. The second final word is avoid. Guarding the deposit requires not just vigilance, but avoidance. Paul said, avoid the godless chatters and opposing idea of what is falsely called knowledge, which some have professed in so doing so, having departed from the faith. In distinct contrast to guarding the deposit are the godless empty sound. The false teachers made a great use of a pseudo-theological rhetoric we have seen in the first Timothy. So, so do many today's uh, revisionist theologians. Yes, contemporary theologians, most of them, especially one that received a lot of uh, uh, media attention, most of times they are reinventing. Not, uh, they are not remaining faithful to gospel. So if you wonder where are the, all these weird theological, uh, 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 theological, you know, revisionist, you might go to the annual conference of AAR, American Academy of Religion, the largest religious guild in the world. Every annual uh, conference drew about draws about uh, ten thousand theologians all over the world. And they try to really outdo each other with their new theological thesis. Some evangelicals avoid the AAR, but I actually attended faithfully because they need a evangel- they need a they need a gospel. So my goal was to go to some of these uh, whatever you know uh, uh, new uh, uh, new and then enlightening you know, lecture, and the, at the end of the lecture, there is always Q&A, and I always try to bring up the question from the gospel perspective. Now, the expression here, that the, what is a falsely called knowledge, the falsely called knowledge, the Greek word for knowledge here is a gnosis. Here, many New Testament scholars think that for the first time, we see the glimpse of a first major Christian heresy called Gnosticism, which was the heresy of the greatest heresy that many first century Christians and the second century Christians, church fathers, has to battle. For instance, John, beloved disciple of Jesus, John came to Ephesus with Mary later and became a pastor, and he has to combat this Gnosticism. And his disciple, Polycarp, and Irenaeus Leon, they all had to fight, wrestle with the Gnosticism. So this is like, a, you know, the prequel of a Star Wars kind of thing here. 
we see, we see this, uh, this uh, spring of a little heretic idea called Gnostic, Gnosis or Gnosticism in the very letter of a Paul, uh, very first letter of a Paul to Timothy. And Paul was absolutely right. You should, Timothy and every one of us, have to avoid this uh, false spirituality, false, uh, false, uh, false arrogance about that they are the only, that God revealed His truth, saving truth to only few selected people who follow this uh, man-made uh, uh, ascetic practice. Paul said, that's not what God wants us to know. God revealed his heart to us openly, publicly, through the crucified Christ. And God invites us to know his heart openly, publicly. Dear brothers and sisters, what we have received is a matter of a life and death. It's a worth guarding it with all of our life and mind and strength. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us the gospel of Jesus Christ, which reveals your heart to heart for us. Nothing is more attractive, nothing is more wonderful and even fearful than your heart for us. Your love for us is a greater than universe and is everlasting. We are so lucky, so blessed to receive your gospel through Cornerstone Bible Study. Thank you so much for teaching us that we are forgiven prodigals, and you are our Father who always waits for us all the time with grace and mercy. Help us guard the gospel of your Son and your heart with all of our heart and all of our mind and all of our strength. So that not just us, but our children and our friends and their friends, they all also learn your heart. Help us avoid all the unnecessary chatters and unproductive deeds, but help us advance the true gospel of Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of the Lord in our life. In his precious name we pray. Amen.